Beloved, you are about to listen to a message from Reverend Prince Lai. Reverend Prince Lai is the head pastor of Rescue World Chapel International and the lead evangelist of Christ the Healer Gospel Campaign. He has a dynamic teaching and healing ministry with miracles, signs and wonders that has affected and transformed many lives. And now, the voice of We give you glory in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Clap your two hands for the Lord. And let's have our seat. God bless you. Let's have our seat. Amen. We have been looking at our team for the 14 days spiritual emphasis week. And um, you are highly, highly welcome to the second day of our fasting and prayer. Amen. Ask the one seated by you. Are you sure you are fasting? The other person, I'm beginning to suspect you. The way your cheeks are all fine. Are you sure you are fasting? Ask the gentleman with the pot belly around you. Are you sure you are fasting? Ask the lady with the nice cheeks. Are you sure you are fasting? Hallelujah. Some people are saying they are fasting by grace. So, their, their, their bodies look fresh. Yo, <laughs> hallelujah. God bless you. Clap your hands one more time. Oh, are you sure that is a clap for God? So we have been looking at, from yesterday, foundations. Foundations necessary for the release of grace. Foundation necessary that for you to enjoy the great grace and the great accomplishment we have been speaking about this year, there are certain foundations that must be in place. Mike, please, is it that you join this lane or you, you come in front? Sit well, okay? Those with babies are allowed to sit in the corners. God bless you. All right. So, if we will enjoy the prophecy of great grace in our lives this year, then we need to have certain foundations. We have said that if your foundation is wrong, no matter your architectural design, your building is, no, is going nowhere. If your foundation is not good, no matter the amount of cement you buy, or the amount of blocks you buy, or the drawings you have for the building, it will come down very soon. But if your foundation is strong, then whatever you build, is able to last and so for a christian or for a righteous man the bible says if the foundation is faulty what can you achieve this year what can you achieve in the matters of grace if your foundation is wrong if your foundation is faulty that is why the first fasting of the year is actually tailored for spiritual emphasis it's actually directed at at, at making sure that we have 
our, our, our lives on track. We put things well, things right, so that the rest of the year shall be fruitful for us and shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. And so these two weeks or these 14 days, we are going to be praying and also talking about things that are going to help us to have a good relationship with our Lord Jesus so that this year, whatever he has promised us, we will not be disappointed. Amen. Somebody under the sound of my voice will never suffer disappointment this year. Every plan in your heart, you will have it realized in the name of Jesus. Every promise, good promises of men shall come to pass, shall be fully fulfilled in the name of Jesus. This year, there will be a hundred percent promise delivery. Tell someone, I, I prophesy a hundred percent promise delivery. In other words, every promise will answer. You will not be disappointed. Lift up your right hand and say, I will not be disappointed this year. Financial promises, employment promises, contract promises, marital promises, traveling promises, business promises, ministerial appointment promises. Any promise God has given you or man has given you, I declare a hundred percent delivery for you. Hallelujah. And so we make we we need to make sure our foundation is correct. I was saying making sure that you're frapping, you know, and you're correct. And yesterday we looked at the first foundation that can release grace into our life, or that can make sure that we enjoy grace. And we said the first foundation to enjoy grace is the new birth. The new birth that for you to enjoy all the graces that there are. Or all the manifold grace of God, or the different different uh, grace of God, for you to enjoy all the, the 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 grace that God wants to give you, you first need to be born again. Say born again. If you are not born again, there is only one grace you can enjoy, and that grace may not even work if you still don't repent and accept to be born again. That grace may be useless. Who knows what that grace is? That grace is there for everybody. The saving grace. That one is there for everybody on the street. God wants to save them. So that grace is at, at, at their disposal. But if you don't accept Jesus, if you don't receive it, it will be waste. It will not work for you. But if you receive it, then it will start working for you. So the saving grace is what is there for everyone. But aside the saving grace, there are other levels of graces. Grace for marriage is there. Grace for traveling is there. Grace for working is there. The making grace over there, the, the, the standing grace. All the kinds of graces that you are supposed to enjoy this year, they are different from the saving grace. The saving grace can only make you born again. But aside the saving grace, there are other dimensions of grace we will be studying on Sunday, God willing. But aside the saving grace, we said, number two, aside the new birth, we said number two is what holiness a foundation of holiness or right standing with god having a right standing with god or maintaining your holiness you just don't say that i am born again i'm trusting god for for grace to marry but you are sinning i'm trusting god for grace to become a great man to deliver my destiny but you are busily committing all sorts of sins once you are doing that you are going to frustrate the grace of god it will not work for you the other graces are all not going to come the reason is because your foundation is faulty 
If God cannot trust you, he will not entrust anything into your hands. None of you will give meat to the mouse to take care of it for you. You will not. You will never employ even the cat to police your fish. The reason is because you don't trust the cat. You don't trust him with meat and with fish. Some of you, people don't trust you with certain things. So they can't give you. Now, if God also doesn't trust you with certain things, he cannot entrust some things into your hands. So my question to you is that can God trust you for the money you are praying for? Can God trust you that you will not change? You will still be a good Christian, still be on fire for the marriage you are looking for when you get it. Can God trust you that when you get that job, your life will still not change? You will still be a spiritual person. Can God trust you for the miracle you are looking for, that house, that car, that people's children will not be in trouble? Can God trust you? I tell you, people's children. <laughs> can God trust you? Ask the one by you. Can God trust you? It will, it will determine whether God will answer that prayer you are fasting and killing yourself for. If God can't trust you with it, he will not give it to you. No matter how your baby cries, you will never give him your car key to, to move the car. True or not true? I have one in my house. Sometimes when we're on the road, she wants to hold the steering. She wants, she wants to drive. When we finish dressing, they said, Daddy, my key. As if she's bought a car. My key, my key. She will cry if you don't give it to her. When you give it to her, she will go right to the car, start pressing for the lights to come. She, she's going. She's on the road. You have, you have to follow her. She wants to drive. She, she wants to drive. When you, you just put her in the car and you spark the car, before you go and open the main gate and you come, she's changing gear. So now I have to off it. I'm in trouble. By the time you come, while Chini move from back seat, is holding steering. Do you get it? There are some times when we are in the rough road, close to our house, no cars are there. When she's crying, she wants to come to I'll pick her, put her on my, my and then she also hold the steering. Then we are going, and she will be trying to turn me to where she wants. And you can see that she's forcing. No matter how she forces, I will never make the mistake of leaving the car in her hands. It means I don't love her and I want her to die. True or not true? So she may be crying, but I will not mind her. So some of you, you are crying. And God is looking at you. Holland, you, Holland, you, Holland, you. God is looking at you. So, ah, in Holland, fatal. In Holland, fatal. It's unyam, you. Unyam, conformer, bread. Ask the one by you. Can God trust you for what you are crying over? It's in your me. Obey me. Obey my trust. Don't say, unsa. Say, ordinary. She shall be shown, sir. You be who are sorry. Still, you'll be humble. Obwa saying, "The way they will be humble." Obwa, Obwa saying, "Will you Will you be humble when God blesses you? Will you can, can you still still be humble and be sweeping or cleaning or still be an, or now you are a big man? So no more ushering, no more uh, doing some work in the house. Feel like no, this one is for children. Can God trust you? 
that you can still be packing chairs after he blesses you. Can God trust? You see, that is the reason why a lot of Christians are praying. Fasting. But it looks like God, because God is waiting for you to grow up. If she grows up, I will even force her to learn how to drive. I will force her. Because if I'm sending, you have to be able to, to move car. I will pay transportation when there's car. So if I'm saying, so when she matures, so Bible says that a child, as long as she remains a child, it's not different from a servant. The way you not give your property to your servant, when your child too is a child, you won't give it to him because it can kill him. So what to determine whether we are going to get blessed this year is connected to our maturity in God. Holiness. What can you handle? Can you handle that money? Can you handle that job? Can you handle that marriage? Can you handle that education? Like, can you handle it? I saw you backslide when you step on campus. Can you handle it? As you are praying, God is thinking, this girl or this guy, the way he been here through or don't call her. Okuduskua. Rotting commodity. And so you are praying, receiving anointing, and still it looks like the admission is not opening, and you are wondering why only you, you are school dropout or something. No, no, no. God really wants you to feather. God really wishes you to have your degree and all that. But it may be that the way you are okroistic here in Accra, we can hold you very slippery. When you step there, when you even come back home, we won't see you in church. Can God trust you? That is what the foundation of holiness. It is what has determined the outcome of different different lives. Yesterday, we spoke about them. Now, today, before we pray, we are leaving here eight thirty, like I promised. Eight thirty sharp. We are out of this place. Amen. So, today we are talking about the foundation of mercy. The foundation of mercy. Baby, be out of Bibi Chuska or Chuska because of Bibi who a can of coma. Some more bono who in that regard, meeting with Chia of his mouth. So, wherever great grace speaks, mercy must be there. Do you understand what I'm saying? Nobody enjoys grace minus mercy. Grace is only built on the foundation of mercy. When mercy is in place, grace cannot be out of place. You will enjoy grace if mercy is intact. Do you understand? If mercy is intact, then grace can speak in your life. My prayer for someone here is that may God release his mercy into your life. May God direct his mercy upon your life. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16. Hebrews 4 16. Hebrews 4 verse 16. Let's be quick, please. 
It says, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace. That means that God's throne, the work God does is to be dispensing. God is like a pharmacist. Dispensing grace. Come to the throne where grace is being released. That is why this year I believe that everyone here will have their own grace. Nobody here will be exempted from enjoying great grace this year. Come therefore boldly to the throne of grace. And when you come, something is going to happen. When you come to that throne, something must happen. He said, that we may obtain, that we may obtain. In other words, when you come to God, the first thing you must get is what? If you don't get mercy, nothing follows. Because you that you are coming, you are a sinner. You are now trying to adjust your life. So as you are coming, your righteousness can't get you anything. As you are coming, a lot of factors are speaking against you. So the first thing you will need is that we may obtain mercy so that we can find grace to help us in time of our need. So two things have been spoken, three things. The first thing that was spoken is what? Mercy. That when you come to the throne of God, you should find mercy. And when you find mercy, you can now get grace so that you can be helped. And we said grace is when God is helping you. Do you understand it? Grace is what? When God is helping you. For you to get that grace, the Bible is telling us that the first thing we need is called what? That means that this week, one of the things you must pray, and this year, one of the things that you must pray about when you wake up every morning is what? The mercy of God. That Lord have mercy upon me. You see, a lot of you don't pray that prayer until you commit certain wild sins. That is when you remember to pray mercy. But the prayer of mercy should be a daily prayer. I said it should be a what? I said it should be a what? We don't qualify for anything. No. I'm telling you, we don't qualify for anything. Do you get it? So, the way you are sitting down, you're like, I mean, Yesterday when daddy was preaching, he said fornication, he said pride in me. I'm a humble person. I've not committed anything. I don't watch anything but me. I'm a good boy. Bruh. <laughs> Sister, the way you are marking yourself, nobody marks himself wrong. Go. The way you are marking yourself, you'll be very surprised when God shows you your marking script somewhere. When God shows you your, your script, your, your, your examination script, you'll be surprised. good girl levels, Who said Say mercy. See, that is why don't wait to commit anything you know about before you ask for mercy. Because you need mercy. You need mercy. You need mercy. What do you cry? You need mercy. If we project what is in your mind 
on this screen we have to close church i'm telling you if god just decides to project what you have thought about today on the screen some of you we have to close you won't step here again because the wild things that have gone on in your mind the things you were looking at with your eyes on the street the things you were imagining in your mind the way you wanted to punch somebody's face tell you were looking at her like that when god shows what is in your mind then eh, is wickedness so you see when you wake up the first prayer you must pray is what mercy you are writing application you are looking for grace for admission the first thing you must say lord have mercy on me and give me admission grace doesn't answer unless mercy is in place do you hear what i'm saying whatever you want to receive from god mercy is the preparation process for the release of that grace so if you get a job you don't deserve it it is because you were first shown mercy yes before grace if you get marriage that you don't deserve it's because god first showed mercy that instead of allowing you to go to 40 years 50 years without testing good marriage god says that let me spare you that trouble let me spare you that shame or let me spare you that embarrassment or let me spare you people laughing at you let me spare you with whom or poor do, do you hear what i'm saying from tonight i pray that may god have mercy on us if your amen is loud your mercy dosage will be high the quantity of mercy we receive will be high so mercy is one of the greatest foundations that sponsors the release of grace in our lives grace is always preceded by it wherever you see mercy you are certainly going to see grace around wherever you see mercy anywhere you see that god has really helped someone take your time when you investigate well you see that god had mercy on him in that area in an area this year god will have mercy on you oh your amen is paralyzed psalm 102 verse 13 the bible said for thou shalt arise and have mercy upon zion why for the time to favor her has come that and we said favor is what grace unmerited favor is grace that's one of the definition of graces so unmerited favor is grace so god so david here is making prayer that is if this psalm was written by david david is making that prayer and he's saying that god you shall rise up and have mercy upon zion for my time to enjoy grace has come that means when your time of grace comes mercy must first come it's a foundation it's a requirement it is needed it is something you can't do without amen your amen is low thou shall arise psalm 102 verse 13 thou shall arise and have mercy upon prince put your name there thou shall arise for the time to fail 
favor here has come. Say, Father, arise and have mercy on me. For the time to help me has come. The time I must enjoy grace has come. So, Father, arise. You see, this is a prayer. That when you start praying, start praying for mercy. Because grace can't answer without mercy. The Lord, this year you have promised me your grace. Father, have mercy upon me. I know I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the best of women on earth. But Father, I also have someone who will love me. Father, give me my own husband. Father, have mercy upon me. I know I didn't pass all my papers well. But show me mercy. And grant me admission. Father, I know I have not lived the best of life. I have failed you in many ways. I am supposed to be disqualified. I have not lived a very holy life. But Father, have mercy. Mercy should be part of your prayer throughout this year. Do you understand, Pastor? Mercy is the determinant of the timely delivery of grace. For the time to favor her has come. Timely. Listen. If you will be on time, you need grace. If you escape delay, you need grace. Grace. Oh, sorry, mercy. Mercy is the power that can make you escape delay. He says for the time to favor he has come. That means if you don't show me mercy, I will delay. True or not true? Oh, come on, talk to me. True or not true? We are working English here. He says, Esan said, and what said, Eradi, who do mean thing? Eradi, who me mobo. Not just say, say, Nami, who mobo, Emre, what said, Kamumua, Eban, Ebetem, Etemua, your friendly delay. Mercy is the cure for delay. Tonight, may the mercy of God wash away every delay from your life. If your amen is loud, it will be over for you. Every delay that has kept you at one place for two years, for five years, for three years, your mates have gone ahead of you. On this altar of the Lord, in this 14 days, may mercy settle that score. May mercy settle that situation. May mercy settle that issue. You are no longer going to suffer from delay. Shall I receive mercy? Clap your two hands for the Lord. If you want to contact grace, just down mercy. Yes, that's what God told me in the office this evening. And I wrote it down. I love it. Maybe you don't understand. If you want to contact grace, the dialing numbers is called M-E-R-C-E. Then you contact grace. It's called mercy. Mercy is the contact address of grace. You can never reach grace. If you don't get the contact address of mercy. Are you hearing me? Put your hand on your head. Say, Father, 2022 will not pass me by. Oh, someone is not serious about it. Say, Father, 2022 will not pass me by. Hey, God. Look. Look at how uh, blind Bartimaeus, when he heard 
that finally, finally, Jesus is on this road. That means I don't need to look for a way to get to him in Nazareth. He has come to Jericho. What? You won't pass. They were stopping him. Hey, keep quiet, old man. Keep quiet. He said, you lie. Today be today. Jesus is passing here. I may be blind, but my ears are working. I may be blind, but my mouth is working. He used his ears to hear Jesus is passing. He didn't have eyes, but he had a mouth. He started shouting. He said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy. That was what cured his delayed sight. He cried out for mercy. Tonight, we are going to cry out for mercy. And if you don't know, you don't know. Some of you, the families you are coming from, if God doesn't show you mercy, eh, you'll just end like your uncles. You'll just end like a drunkard. It is the spirit there. Some of you, look at how your father treated your mother. It's also in you. It is only mercy that can cure you. (laughs) It's only mercy that can make God select you. Mercy is what made God selected David and changed him, changed his life. But somebody here is finding mercy. I said, somebody here is finding mercy. And you are being picked, you are being selected for a new, a new story. You will not be like them. So my story will be different. Somebody didn't shout and say, my story will be different. Because of the mercy of God. God looked through the family and asked mercy. Oh, my G lady. Is that mercy? They are not better than the rest. At all. It's mercy. Mercy will make them pick you for the next job you are going for. I said, mercy will make the next guy marry you in the name of Jesus. Mercy will make the next contract be awarded to your company. Mercy will settle you in a very fantastic way. Shout, I receive mercy. That is the only reason why you get anything. Is that for you to find grace to help, first receive mercy. Come boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy. Then you find grace for help. That means if someone would dip his hand into his pocket to sponsor you, you first need to find mercy. So you see that what you are supposed to be praying, you are not praying. And you are praying things that really is not what you are supposed to be praying. You spend all your time dealing with one witch in your house. You never get the time to pray for the mercy of God. But you should be praying every day when you wake up. I'm giving you an assignment. These 14 days, if you don't know what to pray about, just corner yourself. One corner. That corner should be mercy corner. Say mercy corner. Just day your mercy corner. Say, Father, the time to help me has come. The time to marry has come. The time to travel has come. The time to get a job has come. The time to, to provide my education has come. The for my help has come. The time for me to be married has come. Father, have mercy. Ready, who me mobbo? Who me mobbo? That's the same. I'm here, who mobbo? She said, "Yeah, you're my corner." She said, "Yeah, corner, me corner." That Ben, I wait to me see dying. That Ben, I wait to assess. Is he dying? Dying hiring, cry as same amount. Dying hiring. Uyiya said, "I'm here, who mobbo?" But it will be settled in these fourteen days. It will be settled in these 14 days. Amen. Do you believe it? Yes. So if you want to contact grace, that what? 
Because mercy is the contact address of grace. What is mercy? Mercy is a compassionate treatment shown someone. Compassionate treatment, a treat, a kind act that you show on someone. Compassionate treatment. Say, say, can say, oh my brother, he said, unya. I think a papa be ah, and until to me the baby, a chair will be an a baby from so be to be an answer. I did and same funny part, but you are you are able to just give it to the person. I'm struggling with the tree. But it's a compassionate treatment. Who treat you be in a way you can own deserve it? That's messy. It means not getting what you deserve. That is not getting the evil you deserve. Mercy is not getting the evil you deserve. Enka at the bony was in keto. Esa ebusia u free munti. Esa nyo wu unti. Esa own ananum boninti. Esa was a soul boninti. Esa prabobia boda sometime being to know. Enka in sun sansua. I was in kebao sono. Sen yami ebemu. Nasa wa manan tua. Yesin yami wudain mobo. not getting the evil you deserved you spoke in class they were coming to beat everybody some way somehow you were left it's called mercy it will make you understand it's called mercy what is mercy amen is somebody understanding me number two what is mercy mercy is the gift given to the guilty Mercy is the gift we give to the guilty. Say obi di foa. A chadi a ye di chenu no ye fenu mercy. Odi fo I was saying kaida o china so. Now say meje mo amanaka e ye mo bulu nu. We hu ne mobo. Odi a chenu we hu ne mobo. So it is the gift given to the guilty. John 8 verse 1 to 11. You remember the woman caught in adultery? When she was brought to Jesus. Yamboni let's stone her. Then Jesus started writing on the floor, on the on the ground. The Bible didn't tell us what he was writing, but by the time he finished writing, they had all left. So I believe that when he knelt down and he started writing, he was writing M E R C Y. When they saw it. They left because they understand that mercy is what releasing the person, and they understand that even they have also enjoyed the mercy. So Jesus lifted up his head and he told them, If there is any of you here who is not enjoying mercy, then deny this lady of mercy. And none of them threw the first stone, they started dropping one by because all of them know they are living by mercy, all of them know they are all sinners, just that they have not been caught. A lot of things are in Ghana, only that they have not been caught. A lot of fornicators are in this world, only that they have not been caught. A lot of cheats are there, only that they have not been caught. Those we hear of are those who were caught. Those who have not been caught are more than those who are caught. Oh, yes. When somebody sings and is some churches, you bet you want to say, you watch so so and so. I call you, I enjoy. The only difference between your teho 
Eni ni ojina hono. Eni ni ayati no. Yanti ni iti no ti hodi wa pipa na no. It's all sin ni ojina hono. And Jesus said, if you have not enjoyed grace, stone her. And let me see. Mercy. Stone her. Immediately, they remembered when they were chasing some girl in the corner. Another person remembered when he was stealing a tight. Another person remembered when he was cheating, stealing somebody's goats. Another, they all remembered the things and they knew that. Mm. Amen. Listen to me. All those who are pointing accusing fingers at you, God will embarrass them by favoring you. Somebody didn't catch the prophecy I just gave. It's out of the in-depth part of my heart. I said, all those who are pointing hands at you, and they are saying, you have done this, you have done that, you don't deserve this, you don't deserve that, you are the first person to be sacked from the workplace, you are the first person to be a nobody in the family, because of the bad lifestyle of your mother, anyone that is pointing fingers at you, may God embarrass them with favor, may God have mercy upon you now, amen, that is how it works. That God will have mercy upon Zion because the time is up. Say no more delay. Say 2022, no more delay. The Hebrew, number three, the Hebrew meaning of the word mercy is to get inside somebody's shoes so that you can feel what the person feels and do something about their situation. One word explains it. It's called empathy. To be empathetic. We have two. We have sympathetic. To, be, to show sympathy. And then we have empathetic. To show empathy. Empathy is when you put yourself in the shoes of the person. Empathy. And you sympathy. Sympathy. Oh, hmm. But empathy is the one you start feeling in And you start feeling. Then you try to start doing something about it. Because so you are feeling what the person is feeling, the shame, the pressure, the disgrace. Now that is what mercy means. Say Hebrew ni say Bible come mercy ya. As yet she say nyankopon edine hu ashe ushumu. Ena we won't say there will be a thing. Enunti no aso di wuboni atao. Yesu wumau. Enunti apenu mercy. Clap your hands for the Lord. We won't say unto me njoho. So He has had mercy on us by taking our place, wearing our shoe. And dying for us. That's the meaning of mercy. When the Hebrew man says mercy. In Luke chapter 18, the verse number 13. Luke 18, 13. Let's be quick. Luke 18, 13. Over here, two people went to pray. One was a Pharisee. Maybe when we come to this church, there are two class of people. The shepherds or pastors. Then the normal members. 
that when he came to pray, the shepherds and the pastors, Father, thank you, Lord. We are not like these people. We go for evangelism. We deserve the blessing. We have been praying. We have been doing this. And the Pharisee was listing the good things he does. And then the Bible says that another came called a publican, a tax collector. He knows he's a thief. He's always stealing from the people. When he came to the church, the Bible says he bowed his head. He was even ashamed of himself. He said, Father, have mercy on me. I'm sorry. I know I've sinned against you. Then Jesus said, the two of them, God heard the sinner because he pleaded for mercy and didn't hear the pastor and the shepherd because he felt he didn't need mercy. Do you understand the principle? So those of you who have been judging people, you feel you have arrived. Tell the one by you, be careful though. And Mark 10, 47, that's the story of Bartimaeus. I've spoken to you about it already. Mercy and grace are like twins. Mercy and grace, they work like twins. Whereas, mercy is not getting the evil you deserve. Grace is getting the good you don't deserve. Mercy is not getting the evil you deserve. But grace is getting the good you don't deserve. You didn't deserve the money, then you got it. You deserve to be beaten, but you are not beaten. And on top of it, they gave you money too. Over there, mercy and grace has happened for you. What, you, what was supposed to happen didn't happen. And what must not happen to you, rather, is what they gave you. They were supposed to have beaten you. They rather had mercy on you. That oh, oh, yeah, you know. No, no, do you see the way it works? So, Every human being's life, the way your life has become, the outcome of every person's life is an interplay of mercy and grace. It's the operational behavior or the operation of mercy and grace that determines what you become. Because in the fast, and I said, you can't get anything. Do you see the two things? So mercy and grace is what plays together to determine whether you become president, lawyer, whatever. A great man or a nobody. I pray that may these two forces work for you. I said, may they work for you. For example, whereas mercy withheld the knife from Isaac, grace provide, uh, provided a lamp for Isaac. Whereas mercy ran to go and forgive the prodigal son, grace threw a party for the prodigal son. Are you following? Whereas mercy converted Paul on the road to Damascus, grace called him to be a great apostle. What he didn't deserve, he was killing the apostles. And grace made him the greatest apostle. Whereas mercy delivered Joseph from his brothers when they wanted to kill him, Grace made him the leader of his brothers. Do you see how the two works? Mercy always comes to intervene. Grace always comes to give you advantage. Mercy comes to intervene. And grace comes to give what? Advantage. From this year, may you enjoy the advantage of grace. And may you enjoy the intervention of mercy. 
Mercy intervenes. And grace positions you at an advantage. You will have advantage over your friends. You will be selected over them. Therefore, mercy is a foundation for the enjoying of grace in this kingdom. Things that must, things that can stop the operation of mercy. What will make God not have mercy on you? Number one, unconfessed sins. If what you are doing, you are not confessing it, God can have mercy on you. Bible says that you should confess and repent. Proverbs 28, 13. Mercy, mercy will speak. Mercy will speak. Some of you to become your ringing tone from today. Mercy, mercy speaking for me. And you are still doing it. Please. <laughs> he that covers his sins could uh, shall not pray. That is why in this church, when you get pregnant, we will never cover it. Take it for me. Take it for me. I saw you on cover But never. Because he who covers no cut and the bone is no. Namini and but we equal. He who covers his sin shall never prosper. But whosoever confesses and forsakes them shall have what? Shall have what? So how will you get mercy by confessing and forsaking? That is repent. Uh, you, you you confess and keep doing it. You won't get mercy. Your mercy will expire. And hell will be your portion. Number two, unforgiveness. Bible says, 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 you want God to have mercy on you. Jesus said it. He says that blessed are the merciful for they shall have what? Mercy. So the third way by which you can get mercy or which you can, you can lose mercy is when you don't give mercy. If you are not being merciful to others, you cannot have mercy. For blessed are they who are merciful for they shall receive mercy. Clap your two hands together for the Lord. Rise up to your feet. Are you blessed? Yes. Your response didn't come. Are you blessed? Yes. Tonight, we have to cry for mercy. Say, I'll be home in more day. Say, I'll share my fear. I'll share my papa. I'll share my baby. I'll share my bank. I'll share my father. 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 I'll share my but umobru hunti, umobru hunti Lift up your two hands. Beloved, thank you for listening to this message by Reverend Prince Lai. If you have been blessed by this message and have not surrendered your life to Jesus Christ. Kindly say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, 
I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died that I may live. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. I believe I am a child of God. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you have said this prayer, know that your sins have been forgiven and you are now a new creation. We invite you to worship with us on Sundays at Odoko, adjacent Best Point Savings and Loan, Odoko Market. For more information, please call 0543-248-982 or 0241-372-895. God richly bless you.